The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You can not only learn from your mistakes, you can celebrate them. They define who you are and serve as a learning tool to become your most beautiful self ever. Welcome to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, with your host, Jim Stacy. Jim is the author of 11 books and is here to help you experience the power of the divine deep within yourself. It's inside you. You just have to know where and how to look for it. Now, here is Jim Stacy. And welcome again to all of my listeners out there around the planet. I have a very special guest with us today. I believe that what we are going to be talking about today is one of the very most important subjects that we can ever talk about as human beings. Pamela Gregory, my good friend from Southern Florida, has been working in the field of forgiveness and healing for many years. Forgiveness and healing are so absolutely essential to what this planet needs to heal the energies that we feel all around us. But Pamela has another topic for us today, and we're going to be talking about this, and we'll follow it up with another show in just two or three weeks. And it's about the question, what if 7 billion people could change their energies from fear into love? What would happen if that were to be? Pamela Gregory, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jim, for having me. I'm so happy to be here to share with you and the audience today. Well, this is a very big subject, so I'm going to turn it over to you and let you start wherever you want to, and I'll add some questions along the way. So tell us where you're at with this whole project and what it means. Well, the whole movement is called Love 7 Billion, and that came about just kind of out of the blue. Uh, several weeks ago, I posted a picture on Facebook that said, imagine a world, imagine what seven billion humans could accomplish if we all loved and respected each other. And under that I posted, you know, I'm done imagining, let's do it. And so many of the Facebook friends said, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And um, all of a sudden, after I signed off and later in the day I was just driving to an appointment and I got to thinking, you know, what would that look like? What would it take to make a world to create a world where seven billion people could love and respect each other. And again, my mind just started to wander and I realized, you know, that, you know, that how awesome it would be to live in a world like that and where each person realized, you know, the abject absurdity of war and fighting and anger and hatred and thus, you know, have, um, peace prevail across the planet and where people lived in harmony with each other and life on all planet Earth. That was an amazing picture when we stopped to think about it. What would it look like? What would it feel like? Because we are so used to living in a world of separation, isolation, competition, and fear. Tell us more about what you're learning. 
again, I started looking at that and I, you know, I, I, and what, again, what would that look like and what would it take? And, and I, I see what very much of what I do is I want to share what, what's right with the world versus what's wrong. And, and as, 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 you know, be, you know, for peace versus against war, that kind of thing, yeah. because whatever we focus on expands. And so instead exactly. of sharing the problems in the world and say, oh, isn't this awful? Let's share what's right and expand upon that. I love it. Let's go for it. <laughs> because what we give our energy to expands. And so, you know, every thought, you know, everything comes from the word. And in the beginning was the word, let there be light. So everything is created through sound, I believe. This is what I believe in my teachings that I've um, encountered over the years. And every thought creates an inaudible sound that creates a frequency that creates matter that creates our physical world. So if I'm focusing on how awful it is, the political game that's going on right now or what's going on in different events around the world that's so awful and tragic and all of that, that brings my energy down. That brings my, my frequency down. And I'm starting to shift to the frequency of fear versus love. Exactly. So what this whole movement is about is in order for all, for the planet to shift, we need people to contribute to creating the collective consciousness on the planet to one that's going to be coming from love versus fear. And how we do that is by what we focus on, what we're thinking about, what we're talking about, what we're doing. And so this movement is to bring into people's awareness what that would look like, how to do it. You know, it's a nice philosophy. We've been all talking about this for decades hundreds, decades, centuries, you know, since the beginning of time. Um, but again, how do we do that? What can I do as one person? And as I've told so many clients in the past, it's, you know, if, if you did nothing else other than coming from a place of love, respect, compassion, and kindness in your daily life, in your daily thoughts and deeds, that would be more than enough. So what you're saying is if I choose to be and embody a certain energy, that will not only heal me and bring me to higher consciousness, but it will also help others to take that step. Is that right? Absolutely, because that, everything goes into the pool. There is no thought that goes unnoticed in the, the, in the field. So, you know, it's like throwing a pebble into the pond that, even though we may not see it, it will float down to the bottom of the pond and forever change the landscape of, of the bottom of the pond. Exactly. And so what am I putting out in the world with my thoughts, actions, and deeds? And that's what this is about, is, is about creating a movement where people are aware of this, that let's join efforts in everything you think and do and say matters as much as what I do. And what I do affects your children. What you do affects my children and vice versa all around the world. So as we bring this conversation out there, this is what this is about. Is if we bring this out there, then people can get on board and start contributing that way. So how are you and others working to bring that uh, awareness to people, and, and how are they joining together? Well, it's starting with this movement and what we're, we're planning right now. And this is all in the very new stages. So, I mean, even the website's under construction. So there's not even a website I can send you to at this point. But this uh, show we had scheduled, and I thought this would be a really good opportunity to at least, you know, launch it in a, if it's not an official way, an unofficial way to get the sure. conversation going. And um, 
and so how we're doing this is we're creating a video that we hope to go viral, and we have a whole plan of how to go about doing that. And and as we've seen on Facebook, I mean, um, just for just for one example, that you know somebody will post a video of somebody handing a shirt to a homeless man, and that'll get you know two million views. You know, so what this website's about, what this movement's about, is about people showing love and action and sharing that on the website and wanting to be, you know, challenging each other. Like there was the ice bucket challenge, for instance. Mm-hmm. We want to challenge people to be love and action and to either write about it, um, put up an audio clip about it, you know, send a video of it. And right. as people's hearts and minds are tuned into this, you know, more and more people are going to want to get on board because it feels good when we're coming from that space. Exactly. Well, I'm delighted, Pamela, to, if I can say this, to be with you and, and included in, in the ground floor. That's awesome. Well, I'm really happy to have this opportunity here. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> what, what else? Just keep sharing from your heart what it is that you want to see happen. And to all of you who are listening, I would ask you right now to look deep inside your heart and say, how can I be a positive contributor to healing for this planet? How can I embody love? How can I embody connection? And how can we together bring this healing? If each of you will ask yourself that question, as Pamela shares with us today, we will begin together to support this movement and be part of this 7 billion transformers. Pamela, we have a few minutes left in this first segment, but uh, keep going wherever you want to head. Well, everybody seems to love that song, Imagine, by John Lennon. And so when I thought about, you know, Imagine, what if, of course, the song, the song Imagine popped into my head. And, and I thought, you know, imagine bringing to life the lyrics he sang of in that song. Hmm. How many more generations will have to, have to suffer through the needless heartache of war, bigotry, poverty, starvation, yes. and fear? And all for what purpose? For yes. power, or should I say perceived power? You know, for in truth, we all know in the depth of our being that the only real true power, the greatest power of all, is love. Yes. So when, when are we going to reclaim that power that lives deep within each of our hearts? And how do we express it? How do we choose to, first of all, believe that about ourselves and, and then to know it and to be it, right? Right, right. Well, again, any, any love we withhold from anybody else, we withhold from ourselves. So everything starts from ourself first. Yes, it and does. And so all of this work is inner work. And so, you know, we, we, you know, we get so upset about what goes on in the world, but we don't have, you know, there's no peace in the world because there isn't even peace in our own individual homes. Yes. And yes. in our individual hearts. So all the work is done within the, ourselves and within our hearts. And that's from what I call teaching how to be love consciousness. And this, this idea came about several years ago. Um, Martin Seligman, I, I believe he's the president of the American Psychological Association. And he came out with a book called Authentic Happiness. And um, teaching, it was basically teaching people how to focus on things that make them happy and how to bring more happiness into their life. Uh-huh. And I emailed him and I said, you know, have you ever thought about teaching people how to be more loving and more lovable. And he answered back and he said, you know, that's an interesting question. He said, we're focusing on happiness now. He says, but, you know, maybe someday. And so uh, all of a sudden I thought, well, why not this, why not someday be today? And 
there is an absolute curriculum that we're coming up with that is we're polishing now that gives people the stepping stones to create to get to a place of love consciousness. And you have those steps all outlined in your program, and that's what you're sharing with others. Is that right? Yes, and there's going to be various models of that depending on where people are on their path, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. certain certain ways may appeal to somebody wherever they are, you know, at, at this point in the game, and somebody else who's been doing this work for a long time may need a little bit more advanced um, work. But it's again, it's wherever anybody is on their path, you know, we're going to meet them there, yes. and we want to create a place that is going to uplift everybody wherever they are and take them to the next level. Great. So uh, what you're saying, Pamela, fits uh, exactly with what I've been doing radio shows about for, for the last uh, almost a year now. And I've been talking, too, about the fact that I can't expect anybody to own their shadow side unless I own mine first. I have to work with me. I have to deal with who I am, be honest and open about that, and share how I'm transforming the old energies into being and some somebody that's new and different. But right now, Pamela, we have to take time for a break, and we'll be right back with everyone in just two or three minutes. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So we are approaching today one of the most beautiful and, and needed uh, topics that we could ever talk about. Pamela Gregory has been sharing with us about moving from fear to love. And Pamela, as you know, that is one amazing task. And we have to do this. We always have to begin with ourselves. So start there and take us wherever you want to go in the next uh, segment. 
Thank you, Jim. To me, everything starts with consciousness, the, the level of consciousness where we are at this moment. And if I'm not feeling um, at peace and at love, then I know that I'm engaging other thoughts and frequencies that are bringing that, that consciousness down. And so to me, the consciousness of love bypasses fear and our need to feel safe. Right. And the, there's a wonderful book called Love and Creation where author Paul Selig writes, Safety, as we envision it, is about freedom from fear. But it's ridiculous to look at fear as a protector, for how can you have fear as a protector? It's an oxymoron. Hmm. Fear doesn't keep us safe and imprisons us rather than frees us. So it is our need to feel that we need to protect ourselves that puts out the frequency of destruction and war. And, and, and again, this, this need to feel safe actually creates the opposite of that. Yes. That's exactly right. Uh, I'm with you. Tell me more. So when we, when we must look fear in the face and see it for what it is, and then that it's an, an absolute illusion. And, and um, you know, when we're children, we, you know, we're afraid of the monsters under our bed. But our fears of today, even though, you know, they seem so much more real because we're adults and we can rationalize them and all of that, but they're no more real than the monsters under our bed as a child. And when we can look at it like that, it almost becomes laughable. And knowing that, again, we're coming from, you know, fear is lack of faith. So if I increase my faith and believe that I'm co-creating with the divine, that source is on my side, that I've got the most amazing uh, energy in the world to assist me, then there is nothing to fear but fear itself. Isn't it true that when, when we, and we've been taught this, that we're separate, that we uh, are apart from that we're not joined together with and in that feeling of separation out of that comes the need to compete the need to put others down the need to shame it's all because we believe that about ourselves first is that what you're saying sure sure i mean again the, the piece i was talking about at the beginning of the show that the peace has to start in our own hearts and minds i mean there is no peace in our mind without peace in our heart. So all this work has to be done through the heart. That's why when we see a moving video or read a story that, that touches our heart, I mean, it's very real. Our hearts are so much more powerful than, than our minds that that's where all the work needs to be done because the mind, the ego, is so clever and it will try to take over all the time. And we, you know, it's, we just don't, aren't even aware of it. And, and then so when we become aware of what we're thinking and feeling and doing, then we can shift back. But we're unconscious most of the time. We're going about our day. We're not thinking. We're just operating out of our normal way of being where what this movement is about is bringing, again, bringing into people's awareness that yes. I need to come more from love. How can I show up as love today? And it's so difficult to plug into love or to find that deep within ourselves when we have spent so much time in the energies of fear and separation that are so massive on this planet today. So how do we look at what's happening all around us and then choose what is different when so many people around us are, are not choosing that at all? How do we do it just for ourselves? Well, we do this with ourselves because it, everything starts with ourselves. And, and it starts with a choice. Like each morning when I get out of bed, I'll say, ask God, like, you know, send me who I can help today. You know, put somebody across my path that 
I can make a difference in their life. And invariably, somebody will show up. But if that's my intention, then that's what I'm going to create. And, uh-huh. and so it's starting off with that. The other thing is what I call awareness of awareness. Where are you? I mean, I would text my clients, patients, where are you? I, I mean, I don't need to know, you know, that they're at the grocery store. I need to know where their minds and hearts are. Yes. And are they present? And they're in the moment. Are they acting out of a frequency that's going to support them and help love and life versus, you know, this, you know, running this rat race all the time. And, and again, bringing this into the conversation, people talking about it. As we talk about it, it's going to create energy and momentum and it's going to, create so much more of what we want versus what we don't want. Yes. So the key, if I'm hearing you right, is to sit down with our own selves and decide what our intentions are going to be. Is that right? Right. Right. And on, and on the website, what we're, we're planning to do, and we want this to be a very collaborative thing because the vision is, is there are so many beautiful people all over the world doing amazing things in their own right. And like what you're doing and, I mean, all I, I could list 10,000 10, people, what they're doing all across the world that are doing great things. Yes. But again, everybody's doing their own thing. So what I want to do is bring it all together uh-huh. as, you know, because this is all about loving 7 billion people. So everybody's part is, is significant. Rather, you know, there is no small part in this puzzle. I like that so much because we all know the energy and the feelings of, of am I the only one? doing this or we know that there's other people doing it but we don't know exactly what they're doing this you know today or tomorrow but so and that gives leaves us in a place where we still feel separate and alone but if we have a way to join together and you are building that now the seven billion people that way if we can join together you and i and all the people you know all the people i know and each of you listeners who you are and who you know. If we can all join together, we know because we experience the difference we're making. Am I on the right track? Absolutely. We have, all have this network, and what I would like to do on the website is, is list all these different organizations and groups. And, you know, um, if your passion is helping um, cure hunger, there's a wonderful organization called cureforhunger.org. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I've recently joined forces with, and they have a solution to world hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, another friend of mine has KDA, Keeping Dreams Alive. He helps the heart of the city youth get scholarships. They mentor them, and they get scholarships into college, and they've been doing tremendous things over the year with KDA. And, again, it's all of these different organizations that, you know, people want to contribute and give back, but when you when you talk about that, their only thought is, well, do I need to go, you know, serve food at the, at the soup kitchen? Yeah. There's a million different ways to, to, to serve and give back and be kind. It could be opening the door for somebody coming out with a bag of groceries. Every little thing makes a difference. Yes. And so one of the first little movements I wanted to uh, share was, and this is just because I mean, here in South Florida the traffic's horrendous, and it's, um, um, you know, it's just congestion all the time. And so I thought, what if, what if that car in front of me was my daughter trying to, to pull into the, mm-hmm. you know, pull into onto the highway? Yeah. Of course, I would let her in. Yes. You know, or that person, or my, my elderly parents, or my brother, or you know, somebody that I knew, my family, right? Somebody that was near and dear to me. 
that would, of course I would let them in and I'd want other drivers to be courteous to them and so forth and not blast their horns and cut them off and that kind of thing. Then I thought, well, why, didn't we, why don't we look at everybody on the highway as our brothers and sisters? I mean, just that one thing, if I looked at everybody as somebody that I cared about, even though I don't know that person that just drove by me, if I looked at them as somebody that I cared about, you know, I would be much more willing and loving and all of that to be accommodating and be kinder and gentler on the road. Yes. And just that one thing, I mean, because people, I mean, road rage is crazy. I mean, people are blasting horns and, you know, all the time, just that one thing. And because just by putting that conversation out there and having somebody read it, you know, I've created a file in their mind, okay? And that's what this whole movement is about, is we're creating a lot of healthy, loving files in people's minds when they're going to see posts of people sharing videos of something, some act of kindness that they did for somebody. I so. really like what you're saying about the, the traffic situations, uh, at least, because we all experience this every day. So the choice that I, I wrestle with many times is, am I going to join them in their energies? No, I don't want to do that. And whether they understand what I'm doing or not makes no difference. If I am loving and kind to a, another driver, no matter how nasty they are, just you know, wave and say, you know, bless you on your path is, is what is required many times. But they don't have to know what I'm doing. If I put the energy out from my deepest self, it is going to, first of all, keep me from reacting negatively. Whether they get it or not, I'm still sowing the right energy. Absolutely, because it affects you, which is all that matters. That's your only job is worry about what affects you. And so yes. but you showing up as love, that, that's going to make you feel better. And what I found since I started doing this little experiment, it's hysterical. I let some, as many cars in as I can. I mean, obviously not to back up traffic and do whatever, but whenever I get the opportunity, I'm always letting people in. Yeah. Yes. And what's so funny, what I've noticed is, you know, it's, it's that now whenever I go to cut into traffic or whatever, I mean, I, I mean, I always get let in immediately. I mean, that never used to happen until I started doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See? So, so that, and then also when somebody, and then the guy that just cut off this person and wouldn't let him in, he, he can look in the back rear, rear, rear view mirror and see that, Wow, I could have let him in. Like, but what's one car going to make a difference? Yes. And so they're going to, you know, feel like, well, maybe next time I'll do that. The person I let in is relieved. I feel good, you know. So it helps everybody. And then again, it's just the more people that hear about this, and just that's one of our first challenges we're going to do is going to be about the driving, you know, being a courteous driver and that kind of thing. And such a simple little thing will, you know, make an impression in somebody's mind that <laughs> when they're on the road, it's to start with that, and you know, because again, then you're, you know. You know, we think we're the only ones that have anywhere important to go. Yes. No, but everybody's got some, yes. you know, whatever <laughs> they've got going on is just as important to them. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. So we are really focused on our own needs or what we think are our own needs instead of understanding that everyone has needs. And the key, I think, as I'm hearing you uh, talk about the different ways that, that your movement is, is going to be helping people, first we have to understand what are the needs of humanity. Deep inside each human being, what do they need? Not what do they want, but what do they need? And the best way we can get a list of that is to look inside ourselves and say, what do I need? How can I contribute that to someone else? Because what I give out is what is going to come back to me. And as you were just saying, when you let somebody else in, 
wave them, say, you know, bless you on your path, it always comes back to us. And that is the energy we want to create, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's as the saying goes, you know, if you need more love, give more love. If you need money, give money. And even if it's 10 cents, I mean, you don't, you, it's, it's the whole energy of not coming from lack. I need love or I need money or I need this, whatever, yes. is what you give comes back to you. So be the first one to give and it comes back multiplied every time. Well, we are dealing with one of the most important issues of all time. So to each of you, again, who are listening right now, I would encourage you, sit down and make a list. What are your needs? And then understand that every other human being has very similar needs. And along with that, make another list. What energy am I going to embody today? Make a list of the, what's important. Because what you see in front of you out there is the call to be the answer to that lack. That's what we're dealing with. And if we can do it deep inside, we will change ourselves and we will change the planet. Right now, it's time for another break. We'll be right back with you in a couple of minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the word hell or sin liberating jesus from christianity available right now on amazon.com jim stacy is the author of 11 books including his first title jesus was not a christian healing the shame and fear from man-made theology that book is available on amazon the other 10 books which are titled a healing spiritual journey are available as downloads on the divine is within us.com when you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So in all of our busyness, in all of the things that clutter our lives, or all the things that demand our attention, who are we becoming? What is the human being that you, my listener, who are you today? Who are you becoming? It's a question that I ask myself all the time. I always have more to learn. I always have more of the good, the, the, the powerful, positive energies to embody. And what I'm learning more and more, and I'm sure I'll never be done learning this, but when I see negatives in other people, 
I'm trying to get to the place more and more where I say, hmm, what is that saying to me and what I need to do or to change? What part of my own shadow deep inside do I need to own? What is it about me that I push aside that I need to bring back into focus and say, yes, that is me, that has been me, but I'm changing it. Instead of those energies, I'm choosing love. I'm choosing to be love because when I give it, it comes back to me, as Pamela's been saying to us here. So, Pamela, let's talk more about, I think your term was becoming a love alchemist. Uh, let's go with that. Well, to me, a love alchemist is something you've just uh, claimed for yourself. And what I see is starting in our individual homes uh, may, may seem small to some, but nothing could be further from the truth. Because collectively, these seemingly small acts will begin to play significant roles across the planet. So I'm living in a family situation, and if I just declare that I'm going to be the love alchemist for the family starting today, and I don't have to tell anybody. I mean, you know, because maybe you get laughed out of the house if you told somebody that or, or mm-hmm. the office. But again, it's like declaring that as a, a state of mind, a state of being from within, and setting the intention that this is what I'm going to do. You know, to me, a love alchemist is someone that transforms everything with love. So how can I be more loving in my day? So it, can start, it starts right at home. Again, everything starts with you, within your household, your place of work. You can declare yourself the love alchemist for work and just be more available on that level. And even though you know, people don't, may not see their workplace as a loving uh, place to be, some may, some may not, depending where you, where you work, but... To show up as that is, we're, again, it's, it's a frequency we put out. And when we're coming from that intention, that is emitted from our hearts and out into the world. And people feel it, whether they're, they know what hit them or not. And so the more we come from this, this place, it's going to affect everybody else around us. I hope everyone is hearing that deeply because it's vastly true. So true that sometimes we just miss it or we think we've already understood it. That's why I'm saying let's all sit down and make that list of what we are changing within, what we are becoming within, and what are the most beautiful energies that we can embody. There's nothing more powerful than love, nothing more life-changing than love. Tell us more about that, Pamela. We're all, you know, so inspired. People are, we're always posting pictures of, you know, where I am and many others that I know, I mean, are posting pictures of, you know, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, and all of this, and, you know, Martin Luther King, Rumi, and, you know, we're so inspired by those who've changed the world, you know, but if we are truly to be the change we wish to see, should we begin taking action and do the same ourselves versus, you know, again, giving all this um, attention and, and all that to the people that have already done it, you know, why can't I do it? Why can't I make a difference in that way? And not all of us are going to be, you know, we you know, Gandhi's and Mother Teresa's, we don't have to be. But again, in our own way and how we're called to, we can show up as that. So, And what I really appreciate about what you're doing is we can move from the feeling of, am I the only one doing this? But when we're connected through the 7 billion people, 7 billion is a lot of people, but it's not the group that's more important than any individual we can change our world, but only when we change our inner world. 
So moving from am I the only one, I would encourage everyone, let's stay in tune with Pamela Gregory and this movement of 7 billion people moving from fear to love. Let's do it. Let's do it together. This is exciting. This is life changing. This is planet changing. And if we ever have needed that in a world of fear and judgments, we need it today. What's the next step for you in that, Pamela? Well, what I'd like to do is put out a challenge to everyone that, again, I know so many people that are doing great things around the world, and I'm putting this challenge out to them to to share this movement. And again, this is a collaborative idea. This is something that just came about, you know, rather suddenly. And so I am inviting everybody to participate and however that they're called to make this movement. It's not my movement. It's a world movement. And I really want to make that point really clear. This isn't about my thing. Okay. Thank you. This is about a world universal thing. You know, so it's about everybody collaborating and, you know, all the light workers out there, you know, you know, it's so great, but, you know, our vision is to join efforts in creating one big bonfire of love that lights up the whole world. I love how you're saying it, because I've said it so many times as well. It's not me, it's we. Exactly. It, we, we go from me, to, you know, from me to we, when we think about somebody other than ourselves. And, and that's, you know, we know, to me, one of the biggest cures for depression is how can I help somebody? You know, right. we get, get, get so caught up in our... Um, you know, and, and many people are going through some serious struggles. I totally get that. You know, I mean, you know, everybody's got what something going on somewhere in their life. There isn't a person on the planet that isn't doesn't have some issue going on, big or small. And again, some worse than others. But again, to me, depression is that a big part of that is we're so off course with love for ourselves and each other that we've like disconnected from source. We've lost all all of our connection yes. to the divine. That, you know, we feel like it's just me out here. And that's, to me, it's very sad because my faith is so strong that I co-create with, with Source, with God. And, it, yeah. you know, to me, it doesn't matter what people call it. You know, yes, it's right. not a religion. It's not, it's, it's, it's again, it's a state of being. And it's, Spiritual you know, path. I, yes. And I believe God is love. And God isn't about, you know, judging or, or condemning or anything. God is love, pure and simple. And that, you know, the only ones who are... You know, with sinning is, you know, missing the mark and missing the mark of what? Of being yes. loved. Yes. And that's what we are. Yes. So, you know, that to me is the only sin. And so when I've done something that I'm less than proud of, you know, instead of being beating myself, myself up over that and coming from a place of guilt and shame, it's like, okay, how can I do better from now on? How can I, you know, right. put this behind Please. me? <laughs> you know, people will, people will punish themselves. I mean, I've, and the forgiveness work that I do, people will punish themselves for decades over something they did as a child. I yes. mean, they still can't get over something they said or did and or something that was said and done to them. And we carry all this baggage with us. And for what? Yes. You know? I, I just, uh, I mean, I've done several radio shows on this and they're all archived here on Voice America Talk Radio. But I, And I totally agree with you. I can't forgive someone else until I forgive myself. When I forgive myself, that is, the, for me, the result of going back and looking at, yeah, I made that mistake. Yes, I did that. I shouldn't have done. Yes, yes, yes. But there's no, this, this crazy word called sin. I hate it because Yeshua, Jesus, never taught that at all. What he said was, 
to look at the reason why we've made a mistake and to loosen the cord, the cords of mistakes that are wrapped around me. Forgive myself. And then he said, and this is in the, the Aramaic Lord's Prayer, then I turned to the other person and I loosened the cords of guilt that I have wrapped around them. It starts with me, then it becomes we. And in that forgiveness, we move on to loving and replacing all the negative energies with the positive. I love how you say that. So tell me more. I love it. <laughs> well, I, that was so beautiful what you said. And, and to me, true forgiveness is canceling out what I made something mean. So if I do something I'm not proud of, then, you know, do I, you know, I beat, you know, I could sit there and beat myself up over it for yes. however long I choose to be. Or, like you said, you can let it go and learn from it and, you know, decide not to do it again and move on. Yes. But, but again, true forgiveness is letting that go, letting, letting you know, it's a, and it really has nothing to do with anybody else. When I have to forgive somebody else, what truly, what I'm need, needing to do is, it's not so much forgiving them, it's like canceling out what I made, made it mean what they did. Yes. So when they said something and the only person that can hurt my feelings or anger me is, is me. I mean, they can trigger that in me, but the only person that can allow myself to feel anger is myself. Yes. And so, so all that, yes. go ahead. That's right. I was going to say, stop blaming others because they're not to, they're not to be blamed, but each person that I would tend to blame, I need to understand that that person is nothing more than a reflection in a mirror. And if I see that negative energy in them, I need to say, whoops, I better look for that in me. And then transform it, deal with it, replace it, and choose to be. And I, I mean, I could talk forever on this, but uh, when you said it's a connection with the divine within us that makes all the difference. All my listeners know I've done many shows that related to this, and that is the key. How do we feel love? How do we express love? How do we become love? If we take time to sit quietly, meditation or whatever we call that, quiet time, and connect with love inside. Love comes from the divine. That's the source of it all. And when you feel love inside of you, you know that that is the divine expressing itself deep inside of you. Is Am I on the right track there? We can only yes. We come from we come from the divine. So what does that make us? Yes, the divine ourselves. So you know when we see the divinity in each person, everything, and each and every one of us, it's not something up in the sky or or you know it's in our heart. It's in our heart and in everything and everyone around us. Yes, the divine is within us. I chose that as my website years ago and. And one day I look back and say, how did I ever choose that? Well, something inspired that. And I'm absolutely convinced, as Rumi said even, I searched for the divine in the temples and the, the mosques and here and there and everywhere, but I found it deep within myself. It's time for the break right now. We'll be right back with you. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. 
The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to the divine is within us at gmail.com. Again, that's the divine is within us at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So, Pamela, before we go any further in our last segment for today, I want you to share with the listeners how they can get a hold of you how they can know more about the 7 billion people movement and connect with you in in further ways. Tell us about that. The website, which is newly under construction. So we we do have a website, but um, you're going to come back often because it's going to be changing rapidly over the next few weeks here. Uh, But that website is love7billion.com, and that's the number seven. So love7billion.com. So go there, check out what we're doing, and, and you'll start seeing some great things. We're going to have um, a tab there uh, called Love in Action where we're going to be posting all of the things people are sharing from all over the world, the videos, the audios, the blogs, the stories of you know people being love in action. And it will be something that people will really want to watch on a regular basis because there's going to be so many things coming in that, uh, I mean, already, I mean, I have people ready to do this as soon as we're ready to launch with this, which is going to be shortly here, so... Uh, excellent, excellent. Find out more there and my main website, PamelaGregory.com, which is more uh, geared to the forgiveness healing work um, that I've been doing over the last 10 years or so. Say that one again a little slower. And sp- uh, PamelaGregory.com. PamelaGregory.com and Love7Billion.com. Any other ways that people might contact you or find out more? Well, um, we're on Instagram under Love7Billion. We're starting a group on Facebook, Love7Billion. So um, the, the group, the pages, all of that. So that's all up and uh, all up and coming in the next few weeks here. So okay. there will be a lot of activity out there, and we hope people like and share and um, just spread the word because, again, the more this is out there in people's awareness, it's just going to you know spread virally. And that's what I'm hoping to happen. So um, you have... You have Love 7 Billion on Facebook as well as? Yes. I Yes, it's a private group right now only because we're just you know getting it up and running, but yeah. um, it'll soon be okay. public and the page as well. So Great. Okay, so every one of you that's listening today, I would ask you, please, 
Go to love7billion.com. Let's all get involved in this. I am excited about it. I want to be a part of it, and I promise you, Pamela, I will be. So, uh, and each of and every one of you listening, you can be a part of it too. We need you to be all that you can be. We need you, as I've said so many times, to know and find your most beautiful self and be that. Okay, what else do you have to share with us today, Pamela? Uh, more on forgiveness? Is that right? Well, it's really, and it's so important to remember that we have, you know, we have, we think we have all of this to learn, but to me, it's, we have really, it's not so much about what we have to learn, but we only have to remember. Mm. Um, love and forgiveness are the foundational teachings of the world's largest religions and spiritual practices. And though we know the importance of applying love and forgiveness to everything and everyone, how many of us actually do it? So yes. what this yeah. is about is, again, it's about action instead of talking about it and philosophizing about it. Yes. So you know, I truly believe in the depth of my heart that love is what we're here to do and be. And I believe many of us came here to heal wounds and aspects within ourselves that have hidden who we truly are. And that is the embodiment of love itself. However, my thoughts is why spend this and other lifetimes recovering from this or that. What, you know, what fun is it? I mean, we're focusing on all of our, our wounds. You know, I, I think it's time to invest our energy, you know, you know what's the best investment of my time and my energy in this life? Yes. If love is who and what we are, if love is what we're meant to do, isn't it time we cultivate that? So, uh, go ahead. Yes. So, but basically, you know, I'm just saying enough talk, enough idealizing, and enough forgiveness. And, you know, many people, because of my forgiveness healing background, they're, they're, they're probably saying, what do you mean there's enough forgiveness? You heard yeah. that right. No, but when we become the embodiment of love itself, there yes. is no thing and no one that needs forgiveness. Yes. We've yep. arrived, you and I, at that place called perfect love. So yes. if we leap to that, we can declare ourselves as that, you know, and see that everybody that has hurt you has also been hurt. Yes. And anybody that you have hurt, you know, that's coming from your hurt. So hurt people hurt people. So when we can come from a place of love, compassion, and understanding, and knowing that those who've been hurt need love more than, than anyone, and, you know, even people that we see as really dark and evil people in the world, well, they didn't, they weren't born that way. Yes. They yes. were programmed that way. And so we need to remember, reprogram ourselves from all of the, the fears and the prejudices and bigotries that have been placed within our hearts and minds as small children and through society and all of that and take back and own who and what we are. I really like what you're saying. In fact, if I can say or in my own words what you said a minute ago, when we are the expressions of love for each other, no one needs forgiveness. Did I get that right? Right, right. And so because, instead of focusing right. on what somebody has done wrong, we begin to focus on who we are that's good. Right. I mean, there's certain people I choose to participate with and certain people I don't. I mean, I, but the thing is, is we have to love and respect everyone, whether I necessarily like them or agree with their behavior or not that, you know, and knowing that those judgments within myself are creating the separation. Yeah. And that separation, of course, is blocking love from going out to them and coming back to me. So again, yeah. it, it never is never to my benefit to, you know, dislike or, you know, ostracize myself from anyone. I really, uh, as you know and others, I've been studying in, in the Aramaic language for 16 years now. It's the native, um, native tongue of Jesus, or Yeshua. And 
he, of course, taught the greatest commandment as he uh, was, uh, when he was asked one day, what is the greatest commandment? And he said very simply, the greatest commandment is to love, to love the divine within you, to love yourself, to love your neighbor, and the most challenging of all, to love your enemies. And when we understand that the enemy is nothing more than what we see in the mirror at times, what we are focused on in others, what we get mad at in others, what we get upset with at others, we need to understand, wait a minute, is that a reflection of me in some way? If it isn't, then I can see an action or negative and, and just let it go. But if I'm focused on it and have to put somebody down, I need to look at myself first. That is what he taught. And when we practice that, I believe we are the greatest energy and embodiment of love possible. We have two or three minutes left. What else would you like to share with everybody in our time left today? Well, what I would like to do is just put out a call to action that um, anybody who would like to start sharing videos, blogs, audio clips, or whatever, we can, um, I'm going to open up the seven, Love 7 Billion uh, group on Facebook today, and they can start sharing those there. And to also think about people in your network that you know who are doing so many wonderful things out in the world and plug them into this. And we all know if, if everybody just sent this out to five to ten people that could, you know, that they feel would really get on board. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'll post something and somebody will say, you know, yeah, sign me up and I'm in. So, you know, I have hundreds of those people in my, in my network. But if we could, each one of us could think of five to ten people that are critical yeah. that to get this in front of, because again, this is not about me, it's about we, and this is about the collective you know, there's really one of us here. And when we talk about, you know, loving our neighbor or loving our enemy, it's like, you know, they're all, they're all me. I'm yes. all you. <laughs> so, yes. so it's just like, let's just, you know, get this party started in the right direction. <laughs> Stop suffering. You know? It's like no more suffering. We've done that. We've, we have so many wounds. We've got so much fighting and war and all. It's like, you know, starvation. There's answers for all of this. If we just yes. open our hearts and minds and be the solution versus you know, be the fear, you know, yes. and yeah. so let's, let's, let's turn this around and we can do it together. And, you know, one person can do a lot as we see with the, with the examples we have out there with Gandhi and so forth. But again, we can be that change in each in our, uh, in our unique way. Yes, we can. <laughs> Pamela Gregory, I am absolutely delighted whether you've shared all of these things with us today. And if I can say this to every one of you out there listening, let's have a party. <laughs> let's join Pamela. Let's join each other. Let's join the Love 7 Billion movement. I'm in. Are you in? I hope so. Pamela, we've got about 30 seconds left. Any final thought that you want to share? All I would say is, you know, when, just think about does this, what we shared today touch your heart in any way. Uh, some of the people I've, I've done sessions with over the years, they want to get involved. And there is, are so many ways to get involved. If you put the question out to the universe, that the, the way will, will be revealed to you. So it's okay. about joining us, running with us, and loving 7 billion. Great. Okay, that's all the time we have for today. Let's get involved. Let's party. I love that. We'll all catch up with you next week. And Pamela will be back with me again in just a couple of weeks. You all have a very good day. 
Thank you for tuning in to the program today. Please join Jim Stacy for another edition of Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, let the divine work for you and with you. You're bound to experience a new life.